Blog Talk Radio. Yeah. We sell cracks to our own out the back of our homes. We smell the musk of the dusk and the crack of the dawn. We go through episode two like Attack of the Clones. What till we break a bag and you hear the crack of the bone? Just give up, just give up, just give up, just give up. We come mute the computer spirits, they mute while your ego spread rumors. We survivalists turn to consumers. Just give up, just give up, just give up, just give up. Ask why some people gotta live in the trailer. Listening to Blacktopia Presents Roundtable Talk Radio. 
<clears throat> the biggest colored show on earth with your host, Bar of the Country Cleaning Lady, Adrian Charleston the Butterfly, and I'm your moderator, just some guy named Jay, like we've always been. Blacktopia Roundtable Talk Radio is the number one live stream dedicated to assimilating folks, black folks, from all walks of life, teaching and preaching the importance of economic empowerment for our people and showcasing the talents and abilities of black people across the globe. This is also the number one blog talk radio show, which I believe, which I believe now is not hosted by convicted felons or conspiracy theorist wacko or closeted lesbian, but hey, we will put on a great show just as good as all those people too, so listen up. Tonight's theme is how you can turn our struggle into a strategy and anything that goes along with that. Also joining us is our guest, Queen Tyhera, the program director of New Power Radio Network. Barbara, the country queen lady, will put her in the hot seat, and after the interview, she will join us for uh, the topic of discussions. But before we get into all that, I just want to say that you can check us out at www.blacktopia.org, and you can also download and install the Blacktopia mobile app on iTunes, Amazon.com, and BlackBerry World. All right. Before I uh, before we start this, I just want to give a shout-out to Florida artist Mob Boss for his new single, Heart of the Lion. Get more updates on Mob Boss and his music by visiting the official blog, his official music blog, www.mobboss.blogspot.com, and that's Mob with two Bs, Mob Boss. Blogspot.com. Go check him out. He's also in Blacktopia too, uh, as as many of our sponsors, like this other sponsor right here. I also want to give another shout out to Circa 2009. You can purchase all natural, chemical free hair care, skin care, aromatherapy, and hygiene products, and then many other things provided by Circa 2009 by visiting www.circa2009.com. And circa2009.net. It's healthier way to live in, uh, in, in between. So definitely do that. All right. Enough of me plugging stuff because I'll do that later on in the program again. Let's go ahead and bring on the host and our guest, and let's get ready to start the show. All right. Bring on host number one, Barbara Country Clean Lee. How you doing, problem? Uh, it's nine o'clock and it's Tuesday, so we're just doing a show. <laughs> <sighs> I'm trying to keep it together. I'm trying to keep it together today. Oh yeah, just just to get by, just just to get by. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Let's go. Let's go ahead and bring on the other host, host number two, Adrian Charleston, the butterfly. Adrian Charleston. Jay. <laughs> you gonna quit talking hey. to the other host. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my, my, hey, Miss Barbara. Yo, you're the other, other, other host. Hey, girl. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Jay, Jay, trying to get cussed out today. Don't. I'm not even. You know. <laughs> and like that didn't even happen. Oh so, yeah. Happy Tuesday. <laughs> Yay. 
Happy Tuesday. Happy yes. Tuesday. Yes. Y'all pray hey, for me. I ain't happy today. Oh, no. no Barb? Mm-mm. No, Mom got two days to live, so I'm just, I ain't happy right now. Oh, no. Oh. Yeah. You know who that is, Jay. My my old time patient. Oh. And she just, Oh yeah. Yeah, she turned yeah, out for the worst. Yeah, this I mean this went from the Alzheimer's to full blown dementia, so she only has two days left. So yeah. Mm. Hmm. Hard to hear. Yeah. Let's, try to, let's bring on Yeah, no, let's bring on Vanessa. I'm trying to hold it together because business first. I'll cry later. Oh. oh yeah, let's go ahead and bring on Queen Tahira. Yes. Queen Tahira. Some guy named Jay. <laughs> oh yes. We got it. We got it. We, we got the program the New Power Radio Network on Blacktopia on on podcast on demand. Um Let's go on ahead and, uh, now. Now, before we uh, get this started, I just want to let everybody know how this goes down. Queen Lady's going to sit Queen Tahira down in the hot seat and interrogate her like a cop during the inter- interrogation session. <laughs> Around 9:35, we'll take calls. Uh, if, you, if you're streaming from your phone, all you got to do is press one. If you're listening in on the link, all you got to do is call in at 516-387-1219 and press one, and we'll bring you on. Uh, uh, after after nine thirty five, after we take calls and we do some more discussion, ten o'clock we take a break. Uh, you know, we'll do some commercials. We also have the old church lady announcements. After after that, we have butterfly flow with Adrian Charleston, and then we'll get right back into our topic: how to turn struggle into a strategy, which is one of the uh, the uh, thesis statements or I believe themes of your network, New Power Radio Network. Um, and so we'll be talking about that on here as well And everything that goes along with it So are you ready for this Queen Tahira? Of course Brother Jay, I'm, I was born ready for this Ashe, Ashe Alright Barbara, go get it Ashe <laughs> Yes, yes Alright Queen Tahira You know I'm going to ask you about um, why you chose that name What's your government name Miss Vanessa Sparks um, Ashe Yes, yes. I, I mean, I really have a lot to ask you, but I gotta quickly get this done right now. You had to come back or come to welcome in the country, because yeah, I'm, I'm really intrigued and interested in some of the things I saw from the blogs and from your page. Um, I sent you a friend request. I could be able to get in there more, but from everything I could get, I mean, uh, very few of us left are really targeting getting our black people back on track. And I really got to give it to you and New Power Radio that you guys are up in there trying to do that. I mean, you all the way up with it. Um, so congrats on the radio station and being hosting program directly. I mean, seriously. Um, a lot of the things I saw are so on point that need to keep on being reiterated into black people um, to try to get them back on the right track. And, I mean, you guys are really in that right direction. So going first into your name, um, the Islamic meaning of uh, Sahira is pure. Now, that's a bold statement to give oneself as a definition. How do you explain that? 
Ashe. Um, well, first of all, I want to acknowledge and appreciate the time that I have uh, to communicate with the community uh, here on Blacktopia. Uh, this is something that we've talked about for a few weeks, and I'm glad to see it actually uh, manifest itself in, in tonight's broadcast. Uh, secondly, my name. Um, my mother named me Vanessa um, behind a friend of hers. Uh, she liked the name and decided to name me that. And I was actually gifted uh, the name Tahira. Uh, by mm-hmm. a, a female priestess, an African priestess, who had never mm-hmm. met me before but knew um, my um, mate at the time, um, Brother Asifa. Uh, mm-hmm. So uh, he uh, told her about me, told her about the work that I was doing at that time in the community. I had a youth group uh, in the um, most economically challenged community in Cincinnati called Over the Rhine, which has now been thoroughly raped and gentrified. Um, mm-hmm. But I had a, a youth group there since 1996 uh, for years. A development corporation uh, would practice the principles of uh, the Uniting um, Black uh, Panther Party, uh, the principles mm-hmm. that it was founded on. Uh, we practiced that in our community, uh, giving away right. shoes, uh, providing lead testing uh, for area children. We were basically boots on the ground um, for quite some time in the community. So he described the things that I was doing in the community, who I am to him, uh, still am to this day, even though we're no longer a couple. Uh, he still has a lot of love and respect uh, for me um, because mm-hmm. I persevered to continue to do the work. So actually I was gifted that name by an African okay. priestess. Wow. And see, radio has become an open segue, truly, I mean, for the community and people. How do you intend to use that platform with New Power Radio and the network to reach them? Okay. Uh, Well, we have actually been on the air. We'll be celebrating our fourth anniversary, uh, the Mm -hmm. 13th of July. And we mark that date because that is the day that George Zimmerman was found not guilty. Mm -hmm. Um, So... New Power Radio Network and Sign of the Times actually was birthed from a social media group called It's Zimmerman Walks, We All Walk, Blackout NYC, which has now uh, evolved into uh, the UAC page, the United African Coalition for Justice and Human Rights. And you can still find it under the Zimmerman name on Facebook, and we have over 7,000 members of that group. We work tirelessly to put together a, a platform and things like that, and so uh, out of that, we realized that we needed to continue to have the types of dialogues that we uh, that used one witness to on sign at times to one engage our people, uh, to educate our people, and three, most of all, empower them uh, so that we can realize that a lot of the things that we tolerated, uh, we simply do not have to. Um, right. We've been taught to, we've been subjected to, we've been instructed to, we've been tricked to, we've been coerced mm-hmm. to. But we've never been empowered with the right type of language that allows us to discover our God self. And that's what, uh, you know, New Power Radio Network is about. And that's what, you know, the the basis of our discussions are about. We realize that a lot of these discussions, even though to some who are not a part of what we are building, may appear to be repetitive, Mm -hmm. may appear sometimes to be uh, too politically correct, um, there are conversations that need to take place in order for a specific paradigm shift to happen. And so, mm-hmm. uh, you know, once we get to the point of really engaging our people on the, in the, on the level that we know that it's going to take, um, continue to make uh, networking connections like uh, through Blacktopia and several other uh, groups that we're working with, uh, Ulu, Us, Lifting Us, and 
uh, the Pan-African Alliance, and, and those various groups, like, we've been working hard to establish those relationships. And so now it's time for us to take those relationships and move them into actual um, boots-on-the-ground types of activities that can, I guess, make our impact stronger and broader-reaching. Is that what inspired you to become the program director and host yes, of the yes. radio network? I say, yes, I, I um, you know, by default, uh, sometimes uh, ended up doing a lot of the work um, because people were working, people have families to sustain, and, and you know, some folks are, are come along, you know, especially after uh, the Zimmerman verdict, and people were heated. People were really pissed off. They wanted to get involved. They wanted to become a part of something, and that's when our biggest uptick in uh, membership happened uh, after after the verdict. Um, but as we can see, that ver- that verdict and that uptick of energy only lasted for so long until people allowed mm-hmm. themselves to uh, get back on the treadmill. And and I can't you know fault anybody. I don't uh, point fingers at folks for having to sustain their families. Um, our plea mm-hmm. has always been that we're strongest together. Uh, and if we concentrated as much energy uh, on specific things that empower us, like we do party and bullshit and, and all the things that we see on social media, uh, we definitely right. would be a lot further along than where we are even after the Jim and verdict of 2013. So um, we needed to have these conversations with ourselves and for ourselves and to empower ourselves. We do. And, I mean, I see, the, I see a lot of reference to this. I got a three-part question. Are you Islamic? What is IFA as your religious view on your page, and does that cause you to be biased toward Christian beliefs? Um, I had studied Quran, uh, whole Quran, nothing but the Quran for uh, over 20 years. I never mm-hmm. had been to a masjid, I never took shahada, um, never practiced the hadith, which uh, mm-hmm. the Quran speaks on, um, speaks on the Quran being a complete book. Um, and mm-hmm. it, it also tells you not to divide your religion into sex, which uh, sex, S-E-C-T-S, uh, which a lot of the organizations who call themselves um, Muslim have a tendency to do, even with the Nation of Islam to a certain extent. Um, so I, I've never practiced uh, traditional, if you will, Americanized Islam, um, but I have uh, read the Quran and studied the Quran uh, for quite some time. And okay. repeat the last two. I said, yeah. what is IFA as your religious view? And then I said, does it cause you to be biased toward Christian beliefs? Um, you know, I, I'm a firm believer, as Malcolm believes, I'm violent with anybody that's violent with me. Um, and I also believe in full self-defense uh, practice, um, even if it entails, um, <laughs> you know, doing unto others as they do unto me, as I said. So, so, you know, I'm not looking for uh, a fight with anybody, but I definitely uh, adhere uh, to the belief that we should all be prepared to defend ourselves, no matter what uh, religious right. beliefs we might be. And I consider myself more spiritual than religious. Okay. And you quoted oppression was worse than murder. How's that? Um, because oppression is something that uh, can be practiced over and over and over and over again, but a person can only kill you once. Um, okay. So, therefore, you, you basically can live a life um, in a very dead-like state, as we can see uh, manifest itself in our community and some of the things that uh, our people have a tendency to gravitate towards. 
um, you know, we're, we're, we're very much physically alive, but very much uh, spiritually dead. Um, right. So, you know. That's, that's right, girl. Child. I say, I say. So that's that's the affirmation of, uh, you know, oppression is worse than murder. Okay, and it shows here, it tackles a lot of the hot topics that, you know, most black folks don't really want to discuss, and it's geared toward the black community, especially you speak a lot about self-preservation, which a lot of black men and women of this generation have no clue on. In your own mm-hmm. opinion, what is the black race truly lacking to get better? Uh, we're lacking um, the capacity and the willingness and the vulnerability to outlove ourselves more than we've been taught to hate ourselves. Um, love makes you vulnerable. Uh, love makes you do things that, uh, you know, folks might seem, it might seem a little strange to some people. But when you have uh, a genuine love for the, um, you know, black race, uh, you know, us as uh, a nationality, uh, it should come quite naturally. Um, and the more you practice it, the more um, it, it manifests itself. And the people that you meet, um, the circumstances that you find yourself in, opportunities that present themselves. Um, so that's our biggest obstacle right now is, uh, you know, finding the love again in the community. And at one point, that's mm-hmm. all we talked about was black love. And, and our, right. one of our hashtags is actually that, you know, black love. Black love is good. Black love is real. And, and mm-hmm. I believe the more that you repeat those types of mantras, especially in the community, especially when people aren't used to hearing that. You know, I could see a little girl uh, with her head wrapped in, and more than likely it's because she's, she's ashamed that her hair is not done, so she's covered it up. And I, mm-hmm. and I um, always make sure to tell them that they are beautiful. You know, I, I mm-hmm. always want to uh, reinforce the positive energy, um, especially amongst our people. And it's not about... Mm, telling them anything that isn't true because truly we are a loving people. Mm-hmm. Truly we are right. a communal type people. Truly we are uh, people who are very uh, spiritually rooted, um, but that has been raped from us. Um, and mm-hmm. we, it's been um, uh, replaced with a lot of propaganda and things that continue to allow us to stay divided. And that's just not what, you know, my life purpose has been. That's not the life purpose of the people who, support uh, Sign in the Times, uh, New Power Radio Network, and the various other uh, social media groups that we have, especially mm-hmm. on Facebook, uh, we practice what we preach. You know, if, if something comes up and we need to address it in the community, um, and, mm-hmm. and the only reason why we call it a hot topic is just to get people interested to see what right. we're going to talk about. You know, a lot of times uh, we, we begin the conversation one way, and because mm-hmm. of how people are, are, are feeding the energy to it, uh, we could end mm. up discussing something similar to it, but uh, that's something that will allow us to heal from whatever the hot mm. topic was. And, and a lot of times, unfortunately, um, it's negative energy. It's negative press. It's something that's happened right. to us, not for us. And, uh, right. and that's another reason why we want to continue to have these discussions so we can make things happen for us. Right. And see, and more that you say that, you know, I saw one of the ones you were talking about keeping black love alive. See, but now it's a battle for black. I mean, there are a lot of black women who are, I mean, no one really wants to touch on this. And I put it up there on the um, Don't Get It Twisted Tuesdays. Um, very few people answered. One or two people I had to block because they got it twisted. Seriously. Um, the battle for black in a lot of black women where the battle was men versus men, black versus white, 
the hypocrisy is now passed to the women. Um, and how do you feel about that? Because when I say battle for black, you have black women who feel they're being challenged by white women coming after our men. And our men who feel like if they don't have a piece of snow on their arm, that they're not considered a man, that the black women they were born from aren't good enough to raise their family, to be seen in public with them. And I've had a lot of women come to me as I'm researching that have said that. And these are women, high-powered um, executive women, even those middle-class women who have good jobs have said the same thing. They're men to be them or cheated on them for a white woman because they didn't feel like the black women could hold it down. How do you feel about that? Because now the the war is changing. It's not the men versus men. It's now the women versus women. And I mean, on both sides, I see the hypocrisy. But what's your take on it, y'all being so strong and trying to renew and fix some of our black issues? Okay, so uh, first of all, uh, any man that would equate a European uh, or a non-African woman with an African woman has no sense of who the fuck he is. Okay, let's be clear on that. Second yeah. of all, <laughs> second of all uh, if, if that topic ever came up uh, to the point where <laughs> um, a, a, a man would actually try to make a, a black woman feel bad for not being white, mm-hmm. um, they they look good. They look good going to the other side because they're not going to do any good to us anyway. You know, because subconsciously that's going to be in his mind that uh, this this African woman that he's with, you know, is not good enough, and he's going to mm-hmm. treat her as though she's not good enough. He's mm-hmm. not only going to treat her like she's not good enough. He's going to treat any child that they have as if they are not good enough. So mm-hmm. any man that would equate a, a non-African woman with an African woman has no clue on who he really is. Um, and second of all, um, I, I've never looked at a, a, a European, a non-African woman as my equal. And and, mm-hmm. and, and a lot of areas that has gotten me into, you know, uh, some stuff. Um, because right. you know, I, I don't, I don't bite my tongue. I speak truth to power, and people either love me for it or they don't. Um, and but that's yeah. totally up to them. So to me, that's not even an issue. Any man that okay. would equate uh, another and woman, a lot of another to hear you say that because yeah. there were multitudes of them that answered me on my on my welcome to the country and my testify on page that you know felt that way. I mean, it has really brought them down and doubt themselves that they aren't, they aren't qualified as these women are. And, I mean, oh. it's a falsehood that the media's putting out, and it's a of falsehood course. that's being put out by others in general. Because you know that, I don't know if you know, but back in the day that cliche, my grandma used to say, people said, and I'm, I'm black and Indian Iroquois, so I don't, I, don't, I don't go by none of the shit being said. But it's been a, a thing said, if you don't have a white woman on your arm, you won't go far. And some of these black men have actually taken up on that. As if, like I've told some black men who don't like me saying it, but I ain't care. If a black woman going to do you wrong, what the hell you think the white woman going to do? And she most likely will do you worse in your own cause. So I'm not understanding where, you, where you're thinking they're better than the women you come from. You know, mm-hmm. it, it's a cliche from years on, decades, that a lot of these men are truly taking the heart. And a lot of black women have really downed themselves and doubted, beauty, doubted their talent and ability because these men have made no 
Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I just I don't understand why we haven't fixed that yet. It's still a breach. I mean, it's really becoming a wide space. It's a wide gap now where our women are concerned. It's getting bad. We still just see the men arguing. The, the white men versus black. But in the background, the women are starting to come up in that brigade as well because they're mm-hmm. getting tired of it and don't know how to fix it. And, I mean, that's what I'm, I'm asking you. How can they see past that? You know, how, how can these women put themselves back together from the doubt that they felt because these men have taken away their ability to feel like, a, a you know, a presentable, beautiful black woman? How can they fix that? Yeah, um, we have a group called Sisters of the Soul, and we talk about these kinds of things. Uh, Mm -hmm. And and so we have to be careful how we concentrate our energy. Um, We're not going to be able to fix white folks, you know. Um, White folks can't be fixed. Let's accept that. Let's deal with it. You know, we're not going to be able to fix them. And and so if if anything, we need to concentrate our energy on helping each other, you know, fix ourselves. Um, and so it, it just starts with having good, healthy conversations. And for those women who have been that honest to admit that there's something, um, you know, I bet they feel is, is less than uh, in themselves um, than they see in, in a, a non-African woman, uh, mm-hmm. there's a serious discussion that needs to happen there because that's not right. something that just happens. That didn't happen from a boyfriend that left them for a white woman. That's mm-hmm. something else that's going on uh, a lot, a whole lot deeper than that. So, um, yeah, I mean, it, it's about sisterhood. It's about reestablishing uh, the trust and the connection that uh, women once had, you know, in our sister circle. Uh, at, at one point, you know, there was uh, a code in, in those sister circles. You know, mm-hmm. whatever happened, whatever was discussed in those circles did not leave that room. Uh, right. And there were some painful, awful, honest things that were often discussed in those circles that were not discussed anyplace else. So right. that goes back to, you know, the original point of us reestablishing the trust and the communication and the love back in the community mm-hmm. so we can outlove ourselves and we, more than we've been taught to hate. So, yeah, there's mm-hmm. some honest discussions that, that can come out of that. So, don't shy away from it. As a matter of fact, mm-hmm. um, I would approach it again and again and again and again until you start to get some different responses. But don't right. take it personally because they don't uh, believe as you believe um, and they don't right. see where you're coming from um, because, it, you know, we've been um, dumbed down for quite some time. And, and it took mm-hmm. a while for us to get in this condition. So it may take a while for us to come out of it. Fun. I'm, I'm yeah. very, I'm very hopeful that the fact that we're receiving so much information uh, because of technology and things like that, that our healing process mm-hmm. won't take, you know, tens of hundreds and thousands of years. Hopefully it will happen a lot sooner, uh, but it may not happen in our lifetime. And, and we, but we still have to do the work that it would take as if it was actually happening now. Right. Uh, and so the more we, more we um, act as though everything uh, and treat each other as though, you know, as we want to be treated, uh, and uh, with dignity and respect, you know, we can we can start to take, turn this thing around quite quickly. Yeah, and see, New Power Radio, y'all support a lot of black movements, especially the one I saw the T-shirt with that was a real nice T-shirt. It said the Nigger Factor Chronicles of Black Self-Hatred. Explain that concept to the listeners. Ashe, Ashe. Well, um, yeah, that's uh, uh, my beloved brother, Asafo Chumwa Asafo. I uh, just uh, mm-hmm. published this book 
uh, I actually helped uh, uh, put it together, uh, turning it in from uh, from a written piece uh, that he had typed up into an actual uh, publication, which is going to be available on Amazon.com uh, within the next week or so. We're proofing the book now. Uh, but basically, the nigger factor deals with the fact that, um, you know, one, we're going to have to deal with, the fact that we've got a lot of nigger type of activity that's happening in our mm-hmm. community, intentionally, unintentionally, uh, subjective, uh, oppressive uh, type of behavior that needs to be dealt with. Uh, and right. in dealing with that, uh, we have to, again, have the honest conversations of those in our community who have basically been acting like niggers. And I'm talking bougie niggers. I'm talking snitch niggers. I'm talking mm-hmm. political niggers. I'm talking niggas who are in the street. I'm talking niggas who are oppressing our communities. I'm talking about the niggas I saw on this video earlier whooping some uh, elderly female, and it was like five or six teenage African males uh, whooping on this sister. I'm talking about those type of nigger type of activities. I'm talking about the nigger type of activities that allow us to hate uh, one another but smile in each other's faces. Uh, all mm-hmm. those types of activities need to be addressed and dealt with. And so the nigger factor, the chronicle of self-hatred, deals with that. Uh, we deal okay. with the fact that we have been taught to hate ourselves and to treat each other worse than niggas in a lot of terms uh, and a lot of circumstances. So this is all about the healing process and creating the dialogue that is going to take for it to happen. Okay. And see, Sign of the Times is another um, show, which I love that, that's on your network. Who came up with that name and tell the listeners what that is about as well? Because that's another one that deals with some of the topics we just discussed. Ashe, I also want to quickly mention that um, right now, uh, Brother Asafo has two books that are available on Amazon mm-hmm. right now. Uh, okay. 25 Years Enslaved, A Pennsylvania Prisoner's uh, Appeal to the People for Freedom, uh, which talks mm-hmm. about how he was. Uh, convicted and the type of uh, laws that the state of Pennsylvania has been guilty of uh, disproportionately using against African, uh, especially uh, our African males uh, and juvenile lifers uh, in the state of Pennsylvania. It's been determined um, because of the brain capacity and development of uh, juveniles all the way even up to the age of 25 that there's no way that they had the ability to uh, ration and reason the consequences of some of their actions. So mm-hmm. all of those cases are being reviewed in the state of Pennsylvania. So uh, please check that book out on Amazon.com. Also uh, is out uh, Cipher, um, Let the Cipher of Silence Be Unbroken, which deals with snitching mm-hmm. uh, in the community right. and talks about uh, how snitching uh, has taken on various forms. Howsoever, um, the police department has a code of silence. So, uh, it deals with, you know, the various uh, levels of uh, the snitch factor in our community and how it's used against us and how we should be uh, using the non-snitch factor to love and protect one another. So uh, okay. please go to Amazon.com. If you uh, search on Amazon, if you forget the titles, just type in Asafo, A-S-A-F-O, and those books will come out. But like I said, um, Nigger Factor will be out within the next couple of weeks. Sign of the Times. Yeah, Sign of the Times, uh, again, was first out of uh, the energy that was created behind after the Zimmerman verdict. And Sign of the Times is exactly that. We deal with uh, things that are happening uh, in our communities and around us that affect us every day. Uh, So that's why you see such, um, I guess, impactful 
topics and subject matters covered on Sign of the Times because that's exactly uh, what we want to do. We want to show uh, the community, you know, the signs of the times that we're living in. And, and, you know, so that's what we do. That's what we do on Blog Talk Radio. All right, JC, we got a call. Go ahead, Jay. All right, let's go ahead and bring on a caller right quick. Um, and like I said, if you've been listening in on the link, give us a call at 516-387-1219 and press 1. If you're streaming from your phone, all you got to do is press 1. We'll bring you on. Let's go ahead and bring on this first caller. Caller in the 508360. You're on the air. Who is this? Hello? Caller? Hello? Yeah, what's going on? Hey, who's this? This is Ty. Ty? Yeah. This Jay? Hey, Ty. Hey, how you doing? I'm doing all right. Yeah, what's going on? No, I was listening to the conversation, and I wanted to touch base on something that, um... That was mentioned about black women and black men and how and how we can get back together. Why is it that black oh, women can't oh. Hey, sorry about Hello? that. It took me a minute. Yeah, Tyrenzo Summer. Yeah, we had <laughs> so yeah, I said I didn't recognize your voice, man. Yeah, thank you for calling. Go ahead, I didn't mean to cut you off. I try to place who you were. <laughs> I I, I I notice about our black culture, women would do things separate and men would do things separate. Why can't we, as blacks, able to come together so black women can tell us what their problems is and how we can fix it and we can do the same so we can actually hear each other? Ashe, um, thank you for your, for your question. Um, you were directing that to Tahira, Queen Tahira? It was just a question in general, just to touch bases on what you were saying and, and uh, what the host was saying, because you said something about you have a group with black women. And my question is, you know, women can talk about their problems that they have with black men amongst each other, but if there's no black mm-hmm. men in the room with black women so we can answer the question so we can really get deep and tell you what our issues are, how would – how can we resolve the problem? Ashe, okay. So, yeah, um, Sign of the Times uh, airs Tuesday through Friday uh, from four, I mean, from 6 to 8 p.m. Uh, Eastern Standard Time. Uh, uh, so on those four nights, on Wednesday nights, we have Dr. James Jones as my co-host, uh, and he has up an organization called Manhood Racing Culture where we do talk about those types of issues. As a matter of fact, he and Sister Andrean uh, hosted a broadcast maybe about a month or so ago that specifically dealt with uh, black male female relationships, and we continued to cover. We continued to cover that topic for uh, the next few weeks. As a matter of fact, it hasn't actually officially gone away. It seems to uh, keep re- rearing itself up again because we know that that's an area that we need to continue to dialogue about. And we also have a group called Brothers of the Sun. Uh, where the brothers get together and they discuss specific topics, especially uh, as it deal with, deals with men who are incarcerated but still trying to be a part of their family's lives. 
Uh, and then, of course, as I mentioned earlier, we have the group Sisters of the Soul, where the sisters get together. So uh, we're willing to have those types of dialogues. As a matter of fact, we encourage it uh, to happen because we know the healing can't take place unless they do. Okay. All right, Tyrenzo. Oh, Tyrenzo, you had another question? No, that was my question. Okay, okay. Uh, and before we move on to the next caller, uh, Barbara, did you want to add something to that? To what Tyrenzo said? Uh, any, you know, just about the uh, – not – No, he's right. He's right. Um, we, we do need to find a way to bring it all together um, in the same room and be able to listen because that's the problem. We've never been able to listen to one another, but we can argue about everything. Um, and that's one of the things of this generation we do need to fix, getting along. Um, you want relationships to work. You want a relationship, yet we don't know how to sit down at the table and discuss. Everybody wants to be in control, and that's not how a, that's not how a relationship will flourish. Um, you're going to always butt heads and have problems as long as everybody don't understand and not necessarily know your place but know how your place works within the relationship. There's a difference. Um, we both have a place within the relationship, but we have to know how to put it together to make it work. This is why a lot of us, like myself and others, have been married 18, 19, 30 years. You know how to, we, we don't have a place. We know how to put everything together and work together. Um, and I think okay. that's one of the problems. So the gentleman's right. Thank you for the call. I mean, he's right. We okay. need to find a way to sit down at the table together through the queen, um, through her show and other means, keep these kind of things going. Because that's what basically I don't mean no harm. Social media and most white folk won't not for to be able to sit down at the table and talk together. A lot of them are our girlfriends, too. So there are women who make that mistake and discuss their problems with these young ladies. And so you already know. I can't get along my knee getting on my nerves. See, when you're saying it out loud to everybody, putting them in your business, you give them, you give them ammunition to hurt you with. Instead of you saying, well, you know, we need to learn how to sit down and talk. You, the negative things you say to these other cultured women, you give them the means to come after you. What's yours? If that's uh-huh. what you want to call it. And that's what I said to a lot of young women that didn't want to hear that from me. They said I was wrong, but that is the truth. Mm-hmm. You, you don't want to arm nobody with something to take something from you. You don't want to do that. And so until a lot of us can learn how to not butt heads and work together, we can fix that racial deprivation that's going on. Because basically what it's trying to do is kill our race. If black and black can't make to produce our own black, we're going to constantly have the mixed children that's out there. And most of us are mixed. But we no longer have the simple black on black anymore. We don't. And I mean, and people will tell me like some of the young ladies did, well, I love who I want to love. That's fine and dandy, but for a lot of y'all, you're lying when you say it's who you love. It's who you think you look good with for society. And go and tell the truth. That's another thing, Queen, they need to stop doing. Stop lying. Stop lying Mm -hmm. to yourself and tell the truth, and things will start to work out a little bit better. Now, the truth might look ugly, but it ain't what it is to make it better. You know, it's not going to say it's who you love, because if you love that man, you wouldn't be out there trying to get back to a black brother. Like I've seen, I, I have a cleaning company. I've seen a lot of them do it. Now, you're married to a white man, but apparently he ain't laying it down right. There you go trying to get pipe from a black man. Now, that don't make no sense when you could have already went with the right man that would have made sense in the first place. Now you got a whole triangle going, or like my baby saying is, but that's dying. You got a, a hornet's going on when you could have just went on and been with the one before, but because you wanted to be with who society said you look good with, see, not who you wanted to be with. That's another thing, too, we need to learn how to do. Stop the line. Once we get all that rolled up and accomplished, I think we can do a whole lot to fix a lot of things going on in our relationships. 
it's not all just the consequences uh, and, and some of the actions of each and every one of us. It's, you know, realizing within yourself, like you said before, you have to stop lying to yourself before you yeah. can lie with others. You know, so that's the way I see it. And, again, like I said, people ain't going to like my comment on that, but it is what it is. I just say what I think. I'm sorry. We have to also cleanse ourselves of the Europeanized version of what a relationship is. Uh, mm-hmm. And we talked about this, uh, you know, with the term equally yoked. You know, who defines what equally yoked is? You know, that's a biblical reference. Um, and, you know, people can believe how they want to believe. In these current state and time, um, you know, we we have to rediscover what black love is because we really haven't had the opportunity uh, and the benefit of really being able to see that uh, on a larger scale like it should be. Like we see other versions of love. We see, you know, even on the commercials on, on TV, you're absolutely on point, sis. Uh, there's uh, a whole lot of uh, multicultural advertising that's going on to continue to encourage that type of behavior to continue to encourage the false image that black is not beautiful. Black is very That's beautiful. right, girl. Child. They, they wouldn't be starving and, and, and killing and raping and pillaging uh, to get one drop of it into into their bloodline. You know, it, mm-hmm. it is what it is. Uh, the sun and everything in, in the universe evolves around blackness. And, and because right. we... We've never been taught that uh, on a larger scale like we should have been, uh, and and again, you know, it was it was brought from us, and the opposite uh, was put into its place. Uh, we consider the total opposite to be true. Um, that anything mm-hmm. that is not black is definitely beautiful, but black is right. beautiful, and and it doesn't take much to uh, to discover that, especially when you look around you and see how many things have blackness in right. them. Right. And I mean, but see, you got a lot of people get upset and say that, okay, well, all right, what you're trying to say. What, you got another call? Barbara, 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 hold on one sec. Uh, Tyrenzo, thank you for your call. Uh, you know, we appreciate it. Definitely, uh, you know, keep calling back, and uh, but thank you for uh, participating. We're going to take you on out with some claps. All right. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Definitely, definitely. And uh, as for the other caller that hung up, uh, you definitely call back in. Uh, if you're listening in on the link, give us a call at 516-387-1219 and just press 1. If you're streaming from your phone, press 1. We'll bring you on. All right, Barbara, uh, continue. Now, the question was for uh, Queen. A uh, lady just inboxed me. I'm not going to say no name. She said, so how do you feel about those who are born mixed? Um, and if you had any sons, would you have a problem with your son dating them because they were black and white mixed? See, this is a mess I'm talking about, body jumping off all wrong. Um, first of all, my my personal opinion shouldn't affect anybody else um, because it is just that, my personal opinion. Um, mm-hmm. Second of all, uh, you know, they... They have to live, eat, breathe, and everything else. Um, the problem that I have is when um, there's the shunning of the part that is black um, mm-hmm. and the disconnect that I've seen happen in multicultural families to where, um, you know, it, 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 the word nigger 
uh, is still used uh, amongst some of the uh, non-white relatives and things like that in front of a lot of these multicultural children. And so, Mm -hmm. and my sister, my my dad had a a child with a a white woman after he and my mom were divorced. So Mm -hmm. my my sister, uh, God rest her soul, uh, she just passed away last July um, from from diabetes complications, shut Mm -hmm. her system down. Um, So, but yeah, she's, I mean, I I loved her, you know, because she was my sister. Um, Mm -hmm. Not just dislike her because she happened to be, uh, born of a, a non-African woman, so mm-hmm. I mean that that is a conversation that we we need to continue to have too. You know how right. to uh, make sure that the black side is not forgotten. Right. That's all I was saying. Like I said, I mean the person inboxed me and it was asking you. So if you had a son who was black, pure black, and uh, and they they wanted to date her daughter that was black and white mixed, we should have a problem with it. See, people are listening, but they're not listening. Mm-hmm. The country way, you're not listening the proper way. So I'm going to let you answer her, but that's what she just asked me again. You didn't answer her. If you had a black son and she had a mixed daughter with the white in her, would you have a problem with your son dating her daughter? Um, no. Uh, yeah, I, I actually, I actually do have a son. <laughs> I actually do have a son. <laughs> yeah, but I'm gonna let you answer. And, and, so and, go ahead. And let me be clear on this. Let me be emphatically clear on this. Okay, my son would not have a problem as much with me as he would his three African sisters if he brought a non-African woman into. <laughs> Our circle, okay. So let's be okay. clear on that. Second of all, a, a multicultural uh, young woman. I, my my son has dated uh, a, a girl who was multicultural. It didn't last mm-hmm. long <laughs> mm-hmm. because there were too many conflicts of, That's right. of um, opinions and things like that um, that came into the relationship. Uh, mm-hmm. Not necessarily directly to his doing, nor necessarily directly to her doing, but mm-hmm. because of that, how society, you know, has established itself. Uh, mm-hmm. So, you know, one, my son wouldn't have enough nerve to bring a non-African woman into the circle. Uh, and two, uh, he has dated uh, a biracial uh, woman before. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. 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 Well, somebody else is asking uh, you, Jay. Um, same question about dating. Yeah. You and uh, Adrian about dating um, white. Adrian, you white man. Uh, you, Jay, a white woman. Um, you guys speak on it as if you don't mind the culture the person is saying, but they're saying, what if um, you were seen um, dating the white persuasion? Either one um, of y'all, they're asking. Um, for right, me, I don't. Okay. Go ahead. I yield to you, Adrian. Go ahead. Yeah, I haven't talked for an hour, Jay. You've been on all day. Um, look, <laughs> no, for me, I don't necessarily date other than black men, and that's just my choice. That's my preference. That's what I like. That's now, see, what now, I why love. Why did you but... answer like that? No, 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 no. That's my answer. Okay, let, me, let me get on this other part of time. Go to your damn inbox, okay? Because you know, why did you just say that you would try? 
Like, come on. Well, unless you put a snake up there, Anna, why didn't you just say you were trash? Well, well, and I'm not, and I'm not finished. Like, and and I believe that okay. you know, you, you date who you want to date, you love who you want to love, you marry who you want to marry, but not to the detriment of yourself or to your who you are and to you know where you belong. And I will say that I I have lots of white friends, um, <laughs> but in the military. It's, it's a lot of white males, and I did have when I was in Germany. I had this white male friend. We used to hang out all the time, and mm-hmm. we used to get a lot of backlash because people actually thought we were dating. We weren't dating; mm-hmm. we were just good friends. And mm-hmm. when dudes came up to me, like, "What you dating that white boy for?" I'm like, "You ain't asked me out." So, like, wow. don't you? I mean, and that's just what it was. I mean, don't. I don't believe in going after anybody and their relationship because you don't know what they have going on in their relationship because mm-hmm. that's them. But if they're publicly saying, well, I date this race because my race is blah, 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 mm-hmm. then, you know, you can go in because they, they put it out there. But mm-hmm. sometimes, you know, people just have a preference. People like what they like. I have a nephew, the area that he that they're in is mostly white people. So, I mean, I told my sister, she's like, he keep bringing these white girls. He ain't no black girls. Like, I've been there. Not seen it. Right. We were the only right. black family around. So mm-hmm. sometimes it just is what it is, and sometimes it is self-hate. So we just have to look at it on a case-by-case basis and hope that it is more about love than it is about self-hate. So, But for me, I, if my son brought home a white girl, which he, he probably wouldn't do because um, mm-hmm. he, he's been with the same girl for seven years so mm-hmm. and she's real she real light she got light eyes she close but i mean <laughs> but I, he wouldn't he wouldn't i don't believe but if he did if, as long as he liked the girl and i guess loved her or whatever it'd be fine with me and we do yeah. have um and real quick i am going to say this we do mm-hmm. have a my nephew that i was talking about that dates white women he has a baby mm-hmm. with with one of his girlfriends, my sister has custody, and that little baby is so precious that like you probably seen him on my Instagram or on my Facebook. I put him mm-hmm. everywhere. So I mean, you, you can't blame the kids or treat them any different for anything because they didn't do anything. So that's right. all I have to say about that. <laughs> okay, Jay. Jay. Oh yeah. Here's my answer is going to be uh, quick and painless. Um, the answer to that is, oh wait, no, what was the question? No, 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 no. Here's what I got to say. Um, now, first, I want to say to all the interracial couples and stuff like that. I don't, I don't judge. I don't go automatically if I see a black man with a white woman or or a white a black woman with a white man. I don't automatically just go, oh, she she's a traitor to her own kind. I don't, I don't think that because I don't know what mm-hmm. goes on in personal life. I mean, if you actually truly, genuinely love that person, that's how it went down. Yes. But I, I, I personally, and there's no offense to the people in Blacktopia or people listening who are, who are dating somebody in racial, because there's actually a lot of them in Blacktopia, too. Uh, oh, yeah, mm-hmm. put a pause out there. Watch it, okay. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, uh, um, I, I, I don't recommend we do that, but I, I, that's, you know, that's if, if you love who you love, and it is what it is, and it is what it is. But uh, but but for the ones who are doing that, uh, you know, I'm gonna date out my race because these sisters are rolling their neck too much. Shame on you. Mm-hmm. Just, just keep mm-hmm. right. it out. Right. Find one that don't roll their neck. You know, um, and and, and as for me personally, uh, my preferences and things like that. Uh, you already know I love black women. Let me give myself a right. nice clap. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> 
love black sisters. I love natural black sisters. I'm looking at one right now. Okay, okay, I'll leave you on. Okay, and, uh, <laughs> okay, we got time for that. We, we don't need that right now. We don't need that. Yeah, quit, look, quit looking at my pictures on Facebook. I, no, it's like, y'all wrong, <laughs> girl. Oh, yeah, y'all. But, um, but, oh, yeah, but we got we to gotta get ready to get into the break, though, uh, Barbara. I know you got you got some more questions. We're going to we're gonna uh, discuss them all, and we're going to get into our topic, too. Um, before we do take the break, uh, Barbara, what is that question? And so I know to prepare. Um. Then the per- another person just asked, see people come to my inbox to testify. Another hmm. person just asked, for the women who think, the white women who think they're black and try to pull off black, how do y'all black men really see them up against hmm. the natural black woman who's already black? That's you, J.D., we're asking you. For those white well, women who think they're black and can't pull it off. <laughs> you hear me? Yeah, say it one more time. I said, huh? Yeah, what you say? You cut out a little bit. I, I don't. That's fine. Yeah, I said. I, I said. There are the women. The the person asked the question. There are women who try to pull off being black. White women. How do y'all black women see them? I mean, uh, black men see them up against the black the black women who already you should be with. Why do you need somebody pretending to be something when you already have someone who can be that actual thing? Okay, let me say this, and then we'll go, go straight to the break. Uh, for the for okay. the white women. Who roll their neck and because it was when, when 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 that's what they do when they when they call it acting black they gotta roll their neck extra hard say chai honey chai and all mm-hmm. that stuff like that. If uh, mm-hmm. uh uh my you know I want to say that to the same to the black women who wear these blonde lace wigs and wear blue eye contact. If I wanted to go get that, I'll just go get that instead of the imitation version. But uh but I, I don't want either either that. I don't want a white woman that rolls her neck and I don't want a black woman who wants to uh, be European. So I, 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 I know all of that. Uh, was that the answer? Okay. Yeah, yep. yeah, no to all of that. Yep, natural sisters, <laughs> yes, yes, and and no, no to women that rolling neck, no matter what race they are, especially the white women doing that, because you, you, you're being a, a character of a black woman. That's mm-hmm. not even black women that we we, oh, we honor. I, I, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that's my answer, and I'm sticking to it. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Yeah. No, that's real. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. So when we return from this break, we have uh, the old church lady announcements. There's only going to be two seconds, Adrian. And uh, then, then we have Butterfly Flow, and then we'll come back to our uh, – we'll, we'll talk more about this, but we'll also get back to the topic, how to turn the struggle into a strategy. I have some things I want to say about that. I know you do, too, Queen Tahira. Uh And I also mm-hmm. want to apologize for that late clap. I wasn't cl- we weren't clapping for George Zimmerman's verdict. <laughs> the clap was for uh, – we would show uh, the anniversary, but the clap came a little late, so it seemed like it was clap for George Smith. I'm like, oh, hell. <laughs> but, yeah, that was funny. But uh, bloopers. Anyway, you're listening to Black Topia Presents Roundtable Talk Radio with the host, Bob of the Country Cleaning Lady, Adrian Charleston, and I'm your moderator, some guy named Jay. And uh, we also have our guest, Queen Tahira. So uh, sit back. We're going to take a quick break, and we're going to play this song from Fly Drexler. Y'all remember Fly Drexler? We had him on this show last year. Mm-hmm. He has a new single out. Oh, yes, we're going to bring him back soon. He has a new single called Bring You Down. And uh, to all the crabs in the barrel that we have in our community, y'all stop. You can't bring us down. So let's, let's, let's get into this song. Never come around. Who they pretend to be? Don't let them. 
nah, that's just small talk, they just all talk, why they saving shows like they Paul Block, diamonds like I'm Paul Wall, yo she came from Walmart, whip look like the Allspark, yo she like a golf cart, like a golf cart, bought them like a dog park, man these new all bark, but they buy your clothes, got this right off the stove, you can smell it on my clothes, bank account got extra O's, Ace I got hello. With that million dollars in that rose But it's still tipping on them M Pilots with them foes Till I pull up in that shit Probably cost more than your home I am in pen heaven. I committed suicide in an inkwell. Poetry breathes life back into my soul. My words are my witnesses, written into existence. My pen leaves most trails of ink. As I write through the lines of this paper, the air filled with smoke, smelling only of my ink's vapor. This is Tammy S. Thomas, and you just heard a poem called Ink's Heaven out of my new poetry book, Emotional Soul of a Poetess. And you can buy my book on Amazon.com. Greetings, everyone. My name is Nikki Brown, and I am the owner and founder of Circa 2009, a quality all-natural powder company that meets all of your needs. You can find us online at www.circa2009.com. 
www.circa.com. Hey there, my beautiful people. This is Andrian, your holistic health coach, coming at you from the global front. What if I told you only four ounces of this water for 30 days would lead you to longer, healthier hair, softer skin, more energy, better, stronger workouts, increased sex drive and stamina, come on now, easier weight loss to get you that sexier body, no more pain and stiffness, all while getting rid of any drugs or medication you're on, and it's all natural. It's all available without a prescription. Contact me for more information at andrian65 at gmail.com. A-N-D-R-I-A-N-E-6-5 at gmail.com. Peace. Yeah, what's up? It's your girl, Linda B. Let me find out you got that big boy TV, but you only get in hospital station. Uh-uh. Let me find out you got that flat screen TV plugged up to a converter box because you too cheap to get cable. Let uh-huh. me find out every week you down at the bootleg man trying to get new movies because you're running out of stuff to watch. Shame on you. I'm here. That's what I do. You want cable? Hit me up. Old Bill, no problem. I got you. Cable too high? I got you. Dun, dun, Hit me dun, up. Dun. We can do this a few ways. You can either call me. I can call you. 937-287-0736. Or you could go to my website, lindaebrown.acndirect.com. Or we could do a three-way call. What? A three-way call? We could even do a three-way call. Shut the Hit me door. up today, and you can have cable tomorrow. Yeah, I got your back. And remember, with God, all things is possible. Have a good day, world, and I'm out. Damn, girl. I ain't seen you in a long time. You done lost some weight. That's right, girl. Child, I've been using this new product, Total Life Changes Tea by CurvyButHealthy.com. That's how I lost the weight. Child. Now, wait a minute, girl. So all you're saying I got to do is drink this tea and I can go to the bathroom and piss these calories out of me? Well, not quite. What it does is speed up your metabolism, curb your appetite, and give you the nutrients your body needs so that it can help you shed the pounds. And, girl, you can lose the weight and keep them curves, too. Well, girl, that's exactly what I need. I'm trying to look good in my bikini when I go down to the beach. I'm going to go to curvybutthealthy.com right now and order about 10 cases of that tea. Yes, yes. 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 Order Total Life Changes Tea from curvybutthealthy.com today. Yeah. I'm going to go to curvybutthealthy.com and order about 10 cases of that tea. I'm going to go to curvybutthealthy.com. I'm going to go to curvybutthealthy.com. All right. Welcome back. Welcome back to the second hour. Or welcome to the second hour. Welcome back to the show. Blacktopia presents Roundtable Talk Radio with your host, Barbara the Country Clean Lady, Adrian Charleston. And I'm some guy named Jay, and this segment of the show is known as the Old Church Lady Announcements. So I have some Old Church Lady Announcements, uh, and then we'll bring on Adrian Charleston for Butterfly Flow. Okay, I'm going to make this quick and painless. In 2018, we will have our first official Blacktopia convention and conference in Atlanta, Georgia in 2018. We will have workshops, vendor booths, meet and greets, live music, guest speakers, and it will be one big one big, big ecosystem 
for supporting black businesses and black talent and spreading new information as well. Keep checking back for more updates, for more information on the official Blacktopia conference and convention that will be held in 2018. Yes, yes. Okay. Next thing I want to say is uh, if you love Blacktopia, well, you love the website and you love the app and you love the show and you love all these things we got going on under the Blacktopia umbrella, you can make a small donation to us, to us, not to me, to Blacktopia, on the Blacktopia Patreon page, visiting www.patreon.com forward slash Blacktopia with your donation to our Patreon page. Some of the money will go back into patronizing other black-owned businesses uh, and, you know, it's also uh, non-for-profit organizations. And a portion of the donations will also go towards our upcoming conference and convention. And you can see all that on the Patreon page, you know, where you want your money to go. Um, What you will get in return is original and new content that will be provided on the Blacktopia Patreon page. So uh, definitely check that out again. That's patreon.com forward slash Blacktopia. And you can make a donation as small as just a dollar. Hey, I I like... uh, what they do on there, boom, here's a dollar towards the upcoming event or a dollar, you know, wh- you know, whatever you want to put it, you know, uh, you know, to, 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 to uh, any of these charity events or charity, um, you know, that's going on. I, I got to learn to read. Sorry, I'll learn. Uh, and then the last announcement is next week on Blacktopia Roundtable Talk Radio on June 13th, our guest will be Shice Digiasi, and our topic will be black people topic will be ways black people can hustle their talents and skills in unconventional ways to earn money. Yes. So uh, you know, you you know, always have to work for the white man or the man. You can you can you can take your talents and abilities and outsource you know, you can outsource yourself and, and pimp yourself out, you know, and, and, and we'll talk about ways you can do that. So tune in for that show for that. And uh, it's not that I can't read. It looks like I can't write because I wrote, I wrote that wrong. I, was, <laughs> I could have edited that. Uh, okay, okay. Let me go ahead and bring on Adrian Charlton. Take out the butterfly. Take her out of the butterfly jar. Adrian Charlton. Yes, Jay. <laughs> how are you doing? <laughs> I'm good. How are you? Um, oh, can can you spell Patreon? Spell Patreon. Oh, yeah. Uh, P A T. E, I mean, excuse me, P A T R E O N. Thank you. Patreon.com forward slash. You give out the, yeah, you give out the page, but I mean, that's not a common word, so yeah. That's oh, all. yeah, so yeah. Patreon's yes. going to blow up the website soon, so yeah, yeah. After a while, you get, it'll be as common as the other websites, but that's not a real word. <laughs> All righty. So, um, <laughs> this is Adrian Charleston with Butterfly Flow, and tonight on Butterfly Flow, I'm going to talk about mental strength. And actually, what I'm going to do is um, um, read this read a blog that I wrote a while ago um, earlier this year, which was based on the movies Get Out and Split. So, two different movies, but um, I put them together in a different kind of way, which talks about mental strength. Um, 
I mean, I like psychological thrillers, which is why I saw both of the movies. And they both approach psychology in a very unique way. One movie by way of master-level psychologist who wanted to do well by her clients and help at all costs. The other movie by way of a psychiatrist who has honed her techniques so well and with hardly any effort, but not with the best of intentions. Split looked at dissociative identity disorder, which back in the day used to be called um, split personality disorder and which happens to be one of the more sensational disorders because people want to know more about it and how it works. Um, It also brought in how trauma and abuse can have a huge role in the mental health of a person. Um, Get Out also touched on trauma and can play, how trauma can play on your mental stability no matter how much you try to hide it and not deal with it. Some things still come out in your actions. Social psychology plays a huge role in Get Out as well. It is how society has shaped the man Chris we see in the movie. It is fitting that both the main characters in the movie's first names start with C, Chris, and Casey. I say this mainly because cause and circumstances made them who they are. They both appear to be amenable and sometimes even weak at the beginning of each movie. They seem to allow things to happen to them instead of speaking up for themselves. However, what life has taught them and what has been ingrained in their in them mentally is to pay attention. They are taking in all that is around them because of the hurt, the pain, the trauma they have endured in their lives. It made them more sensitive to things that do not seem right. Instead of jumping to conclusions, they gather more information for their ammunition and, you know, for what other term would I use, but psychological warfare because that's kind of what happened in the movies. Um, these characters also bring to light how you never know what someone is dealing with. Casey was judged by her behavior at the beginning of the movie, and Chris seemed to be quite normal. Both movies took a look at mental health, the faces of mental health, and the causes of mental health put in the spotlight. They show that mental health issues are not only DID, depression, anxiety, bipolar, or schizophrenia. They help show that everything is not always as it seems. In their own way, these movies let you know that it is also okay to get help from a mental health professional without feeling like there's a stigma because, you know, we have a lot of that in our community. Now, I will say that many people love both movies and many people hated both movies. Um, I'm all about what can be taken away from um, all the movies, and I will say don't, you know, if you don't like scary movies um, or people getting killed and stuff, don't go to the movies to see these and don't try any of this stuff at home. My takeaway from both of these movies is mental strength. Due to the childhood trauma and social stigmas that each carried, it aided them in their mental strength. They were able to see, understand, and take action. They were able to fight for themselves and others. Sometimes in life, things happen to test your mental strength, and in the end, it shows how strong we really are. Now, for these two, I am sure some mental repairing is in order but they know their strengths, and that will take them a long way in cinema life. (laughs) So for everybody listening and everybody out there just wondering, um, do you know your mental strength, and do you know that you can overcome things in your life, and do you know it is okay to ask for help? And if not, now you know. And the mental strength and um, finding out how you can overcome things, you learn that by doing it and all that other good stuff. So that is Butterfly Flow with Adrian Charleston. So thank you very much.
definitely Adrian Charleston. Thank you for that wonderful butterfly flow. You know, you definitely have to use your mental strengths and, you know, to overcome things, you know, as, as, yes. as, as, I, as I do. I'm okay. <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> yeah. Um, before we actually bring on Barbara's Country Cleaning Lady and our guest, Queen Tahira, bring them back on, um, is there anything in particular that, uh, that, that you know, I mean, is there any example that you yourself uh, can give the listeners where you had to overcome something uh, using your mental strength, if you don't mind answering that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would, there are a lot of things. I'm trying to figure out which one I want to start with. Because um, I've never actually been asked this question. I'm so used to helping people get through stuff and over stuff and all that. And, um, I mean, mine hasn't been as tragic. I would say um, divorce. I mean, as as many people know who've been married and may have been divorced and all of that, once you get out of it, it's like someone passing because the relationship has died and it has ended. So it's it's a grieving process, and you have to go over those things. And sometimes you do doubt yourself thinking that, you know, if you couldn't do this, how are you going to do anything else? And those, you know, that type of things. And just to know that I came out on the other side of it and now I am divorced and I am okay and I actually feel that I'm better than I was before, that, <laughs> you know, just just knowing that you're going to be okay because some people have a hard time with divorce and thinking that it's not going to, you know, they're not going to make it for anything else or there'll never be in another relationship or, but my key was finding me, finding myself and finding the love of me to make it to that. So, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. So definitely got those hand claps for that. <laughs> definitely. Now we're bringing on Barbara, the country cleaning lady and queen Tahira. Uh, now, what we're going to do is, uh, I know we're talking about interracial uh, stuff and, and, and you know, things like that and, and, and black women, and we will weave that back into the, the topic, but I want to get to our main topic before we get back to that, and that's how to turn the struggle into strategy. Now, uh, now, Queen Tahir, I want to talk to you first, but before uh, I do that, I, I, want to, I want to give my solution, one of my solutions, I think, to uh to to this to this black oppression and and uh and, and the struggles of black people and how we can rise above and, and this and that and uh, if you think if any of you think this is a dumb idea you're welcome to uh say it after Queen Tahira say you know gives her says her piece because you know I do want to you know have some dialogue about it um this is what I want to say this is my idea all right listen to all y'all y'all lean in lean in class. This is what I say that we should do as black people, right? This is how we're going to beat white supremacy. Here's my idea. Unplug from the matrix. That's how we do it. How about we don't even talk about, man, the white man needs to leave us alone. No, how about we leave them alone and not fuck with them? And we can even try to find a way to leave America. Well, you know, if you, if you insist on staying in this war field known as America, uh, you know, because you know this is this is all we know. That's cool. You know, I'm not I'm not saying you got to leave, but I'm saying we should, we should unplug. We should uh we should bow out of the medical establishment. We should uh, teach our kids at home. Don't even don't even don't even sit in the school, the, the public school, or unless it's some kind of school that's for us. Uh, we should we should uh 
reclaim our nationality, become indigenous black people to this land. Uh, we know with groups like ARNA and, uh, and other groups I don't think I'm allowed to say out loud, uh, find out what they are, unplug, uh, support black businesses, uh, uh, let's patronize each other, let's have the money circulating in our own community, unplug. Uh, you know, let's, let's stop talking, let's, let, shoot, let's make our own Hollywood, let's make our own uh, everything. You know, and we don't even have to call it black. Uh, oh, Queen Tahira, I hope she comes back because she, she's dropped. But, um, but yeah, just, just continuing on of what I'm saying is uh, that's what we should do. That's what I think we should do. Uh, now, if anybody else wants to, uh, to, to speak on that and, and say, um, well, no, Jay, I don't think that's a good idea, you're welcome. This is, what this, this is what this program is for. It's for bouncing these kind of discussions off each other. And uh, so that's that's my idea. So what do you what do you think, Barbara, the country cleaning lady? How can we turn struggling into strategy? First, we need to stop oh, enabling well. ourselves. Is that what you asking? How do we turn struggling into strategy? We have to yes, stop feeling I'm sorry for ourselves first and foremost. Definitely, we have to stop definitely. feeling sorry for ourselves and stop looking for people to enable us. Again, as I said last week, if some of these scientists that are black, well-known products still out there being sold to this day 500 times over, as in as in uh, George Washington Carver, if they thought to let other people do it for them, I'm quite sure the white man told them, no, this peanut situation ain't going to work. But they didn't stop. They kept going no matter what they came up against. They were, he was determined to do it, and now it's a you know worldwide phenomenon that's that the peanut is found in everything basically that you use, whether it's natural or unnatural. Uh, the peanut is in it, so you know we have to learn how to economize and work together. One thing we have failed to learn how to do over the decades is help one another. I know everybody is not worth helping. Some people will try to take advantage. But still, if you don't put forth that effort, as I mean, just, just to make an example, white folk would take a trailer park person and help them. I've seen them do it time and time again. I know y'all have too. We'll take a white trailer park person and help them before they help you. They know this person life ain't going to get right, but it's their color and it's their people, and they believe in helping their people first. We have a problem with doing that. I, I don't know where the curse came from other than slavery, but we need to stop using that. I can't keep using it as a cop-out now because there are a lot of people who you know are worth the help, but people don't want to do it because you feel like they're going to take something from you. We we have got to learn how to get out of a lot of these bad curses that we've put ourselves in in, in order to make amends to do better for ourselves and, exactly. and for each other. Exactly. Yeah, so let me throw some hand claps on that. Uh, Well, let me let me write these down, all right? Now, Barbara, the country cleaning lady says we need to definitely help each other. We need to pull each other up, not pull each other down. Um, you know, uh, uh, that that's that's a fact. We should definitely do it. Just like a fly dress with song we just played, uh, never let them bring you down. We can't let each other, we can't bring each other down. We can't keep using these excuses. Uh, mm -hmm. What else? Uh, also about what I said, unplugging, um, just mm -hmm. the white. The white powers that be will fall if we just quit fucking with them and pretend like they don't even exist. But they, like, they act like they can't do it, Jay. They act like they can't do it. You act like that's why I just keep. That's why the main person I keep bringing up, if y'all notice, is George Washington Carver. They act like they can't do it without the white man's hand. 
The way the real story told of George Washington, he made all those, oh, I think maybe 50 of those first experiments with that peanut with $50. That's what he had. And, you know, $50 back then was a lot of money. He had $50, and he started out with those first 50 experiments that he used with that peanut. He did it on his own without the white man's help. What he didn't know how to do at that time was how to patent it and trademark it so nobody could really take it from him. But the idea was his own, and he went out and set out to do it on his own. We've seen the thing nowadays, again, back to the media, that we can't do it without their patent on it, that it's not going to work without a white man's signature, and, and that's not true. That's not true at all. You're right. If we stand right. together, have... we can push it. You're right. We definitely can. Uh, yeah, definitely, Barbara. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna elaborate on that a little more. But Queen Tahira is back, and um, yes. Queen Tahira, I wanted to ask you, uh, what are your suggestions for turning the struggle into strategy? Because I know that's one of the main themes of New Power Radio Network, and uh, and we and we all need to hear these things. But not just. Uh, I just want to, all the people listening. We gotta apply these things too. You know, mm-hmm. uh, we, we can't. Things won't work, or we can't do this, or we can't. Or if we do the wrong thing, we might get arrested. But slaves didn't think like that to get their freedom. They so said, "Look, we must gotta do whatever we got to do to get the fuck up out of here." You know, we, so we can't. You know, so, so we can't think I like that. Get out on my knuckles. I'm getting the hell out of here. They sure did. If mm-hmm. we really want a revolution, it's not going to be easy. It's not going to. We're not going to sit on the couch and. And eat bonbons while the re- that, that's not how a revolution happens. You got to apply these things, and the things that I just said are things that I'm putting into. Uh, you know, it sounds good on paper, but I'm putting them into practice. I'm trying to mm-hmm. not fuck with white people, not because I hate them. I love white people. I mean, I love people. I love mm-hmm. people. Uh, might as well take that soundbite and say, yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> but uh, I love all people because we got to share this planet. However, mm-hmm. I. I'm I'm concerned with this community, the black community, our people, our women, our women, our children, our our men. You know uh, what's go what goes on in this in this uh, circle, um, and 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 we can do this. Other races of people who live in America, and they don't they don't give a, they don't let the they don't care, they don't ask the white man to stop touching them. We we don't want to say mm-hmm. stop touching us, and then, and then we turn around and say, but can we play with y'all? No, we don't we don't need to play with them, and we don't need to tell them to stop touching us. Let's just do us, and I think if we mm-hmm. all are, and, and, and did us, they could not do much to us because we ain't fucking with them. We don't need them for anything, you know? I should, yeah. I should, yeah, I should. Um, Here's the mic. Sorry. Yes, I just want to say that, um, that, you know, turning the struggle into a strategy was, uh, is not just a, a cliche or something that sounded good. Uh, it was actually birthed uh, from uh, a couple of the conversations uh, we had had on side of the times where one, um, you know, there was the opinion that we were being um, politically correct uh, on certain topics, uh, you know, making um, the uh, atmosphere uh, too comfortable for people who had differing opinions, and we're talking about amongst us because we're strictly FUBU, you know, on side of the times. Uh, we do occasionally uh, get a caller that may see 
uh, a post on Facebook or something like that that is of non-African descent. Uh, but for the most part, our conversations have strictly been for us, by us, and about us. So to have that insinuated, um, it, it kind of, well, it did definitely uh, rub me the wrong way because I've been here for every conversation that we've had on site at times, and I know that being politically correct is not a part of our agenda. Uh, and so that uh, struggle into a strategy also came out of the fact that we all hear or I have heard the cliche, the struggle is real, the struggle is real. Well, we have to um, be aware of the words that we use and that those words have power in them. So the more we reiterate that the struggle is real, the more realer the struggle continues to be. So mm-hmm. that's why we were, we're getting away from, uh, you know, folks concentrating on the struggle so much and turning the struggle into an actual strategy. And that's the phase where we're at, you know, finally after uh, four years of, of hard work and dedication to push the thing forward. Uh, another thing is that, uh, you know, I think our, our we've gotten comfortable with right now solutions. Um, because of technology, we can get right now answers to a lot of things. But as I said earlier in the broadcast, we did not get in this condition overnight. So mm-hmm. to develop a strategy is going to take some time. It's going to take for us to continue to have honest conversations with one another. It's going to uh, take for us to um, uh, uh, grab hold of our God's energy uh, and use it to our benefit and not uh, feel any qualms about it, uh, being unapologetic about it. Uh, and so, yeah, we've got to push push that whole thing forward uh, and, and move it into something that's actually tangible. Uh, that people can touch and feel and see and smell and, and say, you know, this is where we started off uh, and, mm-hmm. and and these people were involved in and this is where we are now. And every conversation that we've had on Sign of the Times, uh, we still have relationships uh, with the people who were involved in, in the, for the most part, with those conversations. So it's just a matter of getting enough people who are like-minded enough to get through the hard part of uh you know, uh, agreeing to disagree and still being able to move forward on issues and coming together because we definitely have more in common than we do uh, separate and uh, differently than one another. So, you know, that's what turning the struggle into a strategy is all about. Oh, yeah, I say, I say my mic was muted. Um, point I hear a, um, now, is there anything, um, before we uh, bring Agent Charleston, uh, back to, to weigh in on this. Uh, was there anything you would like to any any kind of? Um, well, I know this. this uh, actually, what you just said um, has a has. Uh, sorry, I, I, I had a I had a I had a, I had a uh, uh, actually an epiphany actually, but I'll share that another show. <laughs> it just came to me in the middle of this one. But um, <laughs> but 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 what, what, <laughs> good good for that. Somebody shot it down on me. Um, maybe ancestors. But uh, but uh, uh, Queen Tahira, um, you know, like you said, we have to focus on strategy, not struggle. You say the struggle is real. We have to abandon that. You know, it's it's like what Adrian Charleston said during Butterfly Flow. You know, that that using your mind to get over things. uh, uh, You know, using your mental powers to overcome things. And you know, that that's a good way to do it too. Is not focusing mentally on the struggle, but focusing mentally on the strategy. 
Um, I wanted to ask you, uh, aside from that, is there any uh, any any kind of solution that you can think or that that you you know do you think that we should put into uh, into practice? Uh, and also, what do you have? What do you uh, have to say of, uh, about the, uh, the the two solutions that Barbara and I came up with so far? Uh, if you'd like to add on them, or even say, well, hmm, you know, I you know, I just want to get your opinion on all of that. Uh, definitely, I, I unite uh, with what you and Sister Barbara uh, contributed earlier. Um, you know, otherwise, I mean, Brother Jay, you and I have have talked and. Uh, you know, talked about, I've seen some of the things that have been posted on Blacktopia. And so that's why we're here. That's why we're even having uh, this conversation tonight, because we really want to move uh, forward uh, in, a, in a mutual respectful manner and an atmosphere of love and, um, uh, you know, I guess honesty uh, with one another um, and reestablish those communal relationships and those communal conversations. Uh, and so one strategy I would like to suggest is uh, to encourage those communal conversations, uh, generation to generation, young to old, uh, male to female, uh, female to male, uh, mother to daughter, and so on, um, because, again, that's where uh, change is going to happen immediately. I mean, even if a person does not agree with you, uh, at least they took enough time to think about what you said to get angry about it. And so in that in it of itself uh, represents a certain amount of, of progress and a door or a window that could possibly be opened to uh, help have that paradigm shift uh, we talked about where we outlove ourselves uh, more than we taught to hate ourselves become a real reality. And so, you know, when I, when I saw Blacktopia, I thought, wow, that really sounds like a really good idea. How do we make that idea uh, come into a strategy, come into actual fruition? And so, yeah, you know, when the opportunity presented itself to continue to have communal conversations on the airways with Blacktopia, you know, I was all for it. And so, yeah, that's how it begins, is us having those communal conversations and finding out where we have the most common ground uh, in that and moving forward with some strategies. Ashe, Ashe. Now, Ashe. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I wanted to, I wanted to ask you this too. Uh, now you do a lot of things. You do a lot of things uh, off off the air too. You know, you get involved with the community. You you really you really move things along. You help people. And uh, you know, before the uh, this broadcast is over, I'd like you to talk more about uh, you know those things as well. Um, but I also want to say on the network, on New Power Radio Network, you know, you're the program director. You organize the shows. You do all the behind the scenes stuff. And uh, you have lots of wonderful programs, like on Friday, Andreon Tucker, Holistic Health. Definitely tune in for that okay. on com forward slash New Power Radio Network. Uh, yeah, got to plug that. Um, is there? Uh, this is what I was I was wanting to ask you. Uh, how about a show for 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 where you're you know even doing monologues or or, or you're the uh, the main attraction of the show because you have a lot of things to say and, and some of the people who call in and and the guests you have mm-hmm. but uh, but but I think you you yield to a lot and that's not a bad thing when I, you know you, you yield mm-hmm. to the other people that speak but it, just as I heard tonight on our program I 
I feel like you've talked more on this show than some of your own shows, you know, and, and, and you have a powerful voice. You have a lot of great things to say that a lot of people need to hear. So uh, so do you think you could carve out some time for yourself on New Power Radio Network? I say. So perhaps on, on that particular day that that happens, Brother Jay, you can come on over and, and act as a host on, on Signs of the Times, and we can, you know, barter that little agreement there. And Sister Andreon, anybody. But I, I think um, I, I know this about me. Um, is that one, I believe the creator made us with two ears and one mouth for a reason, and that's so we can listen twice as much as we speak. And and I also like to learn uh, from the guests that we have on Sign of the Times and uh, encourage them to continue to do the things that they're doing to make a difference in the community. Uh, And so I I consider myself a bridge builder uh, between, you know, people who have things going on and the people that want to know about it. And so, yeah, you know, I've done a broadcast before where we talked about gentrification um, because I was directly impacted by uh, the gentrification of my community. I've talked about the uprisings. Uh, that happened in 2001 as a result of the oppressive Cincinnati Police Department targeting uh, black males here in the city of Cincinnati, and that uh, uprising that happened in 2001 was sparked off in my community of Over the Rhine. So I've talked about that. You know, there are a lot of things that have happened uh, to me uh, and for me on a personal and professional level that I love to share with the community. Uh, So it's just a matter of of setting it up on the broadcast. But like I said, I consider myself to be a bridge builder, and I do love to learn and listen and share uh, what people are doing with other people who are in the community who might just, you know, take on uh, the responsibility of doing something themselves because uh, we all can be doing something, even if it's only a little bit of something. You know, every one of us should be contributing to empowering our people. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Yeah, I, I got to throw some class on that. Okay. Now, Adrian Charleston, fly back in here. We didn't mean to uh, yeah. fly you away. Um, <laughs> and now, now, what 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 is what are some things that you you like to say? How can we turn the struggle into strategy? Uh, you know, want to hear your opinion on that? Or even if you want to add on <laughs> to you, what you've already heard. Yeah, you you know me. I always go back to self, and it you know, and that's kind of why I chose that blog about the mental strength because. People people go through a lot of things in life. They go through a lot of trauma. They go through a lot of strife and struggles, and not knowing that sometimes it's it's put on them to strengthen them, to have them prepared for something. And most of the time, you don't know what that is until it happens. And then when you're able to ease through it better than most, it's because you've been prepared for it by what's happened to you in your past and what your struggles have been, and it prepares you for that. So in order to turn that around, I I always, you know, go to self. You always have to start with yourself and make yourself better and then reach out and help others. And then once, you know, and, you know, let that next person help the next person. And that's how it's supposed to be because if you're not ready to, to help somebody else, and you're still hurt and broken and can't get through these things, it's kind of difficult to bring somebody else in and on and help them to where they need to be. And I like what um, what Miss Queen was saying about how um, on her show she listens more so because that's 
that's how you get to know what's needed. That's how you get to know what's going on in other areas. And this is is her way because now she's being interviewed. So now she has to talk about all her stuff and everything that's going on. So, which is a good thing because now we get to know more about you and everything that's going on with you and all that you do. And it's so much. And I hear what you're saying, Jay, but sometimes, you know, just like you sit back and allow, you know, the guests and us to to talk and say and do and be, she has to do that on her show as well. So that's why y'all have to flip-flop and switch up and then, you know, get more information out about each other, and that's how you help each other and move forward. So, yeah. That's right. Oh, that's right. That's <laughs> I'm going to throw some claps on that, too. All right, now, callers, uh, you're welcome to join us. Uh, we got a lot of people listening, but uh, I don't want to press one. So if you're streaming, they might be phone. In, they might be in Barbara's inbox. <laughs> no worries. <laughs> 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 yeah. You got to get out of there and, and call into the show. Get out of my inbox. I mean, I'm, I'm through. I'm just listening. I mean, I had to respect because, see, if I don't do it, I'm going to hear from the black man that's talking now. So I go on and answer y'all and tell him what you're saying and get the answer, but leave me alone and go to him and Adrian. They want to keep posting the stuff about no. that. I'm, I'm, no, yeah, I want yeah, you to yeah, call yeah, in yeah. and press one. I want you to call no, in yeah, and I press know, one. I know, but leave That's me it. alone and go mess with y'all. You know, I, I did no, what no, I was no. supposed to do because I want to hear about it. I asked the questions <laughs> that they asked me, but I'm not answering no more. They need to come to y'all yeah. and do that. They yeah, need to come well. to y'all. No, they I need to call in. Huh? So they need to call in and press one and ask for themselves. Yeah, that too. That too. I don't understand why they're so afraid to call in. And you were calling a radio show to try to get a hundred dollars, but not something that'll help you. Just don't understand my folks. Now you don't mind calling in doing something stupid if if one oh I don't know y'all radio station, but downhill if one oh three point nine 102.9, 92.1, 95.7 is well known. That's Steve Harvey. If if, if they tell you to call in and act an ass and say something stupid, there you is trying to call in for a ticket to somebody's um, movie or a ticket to somebody's show. <laughs> but to call in for mm-hmm. something that's going to help you, you can't get nobody to call in. I'm just saying. I'm, I mean, I'm mm-hmm. sorry. <laughs> but at least, they're, at least they're listening. I know, but I'm just saying there was going to be a few would call in and do the dumb thing in order to get that, but not call in to something that will benefit you. Your comment will benefit you and someone else. There is what people still mm-hmm. fail to realize about Blacktopia and other shows that I've listened to, including yours, Queen. Nobody has a right or wrong answer here. That's the problem. That's right. You critique yourself too much, Black folk. That's you right. critique where you don't need to critique. When you need to, you don't. Yeah. Some things right. like this is not needed to be critiqued. There is no right or wrong answer here. Everybody has their own opinion. Blacktopia mm-hmm. is founded based on your own opinion. We are not an apartheid. We are not a, mm-hmm. you know, a, a, what is it, dictatorship. He don't tell us right. what to say and do. Everybody has their own opinion, their own man, and you take everything together and work it together like a nice little knitting pattern to make a quilt. The whole quilt is everybody in Blacktopia, not one particular person leading it. Like I keep calling, like I keep telling them about Diana Ross and the, the Supreme. I'm not Diana Ross, and they not my Supreme. We all work together on um, this, and, and that's ma'am. the whole thing. With it. No, we're not quite. Barbara, we all, Barbara, what? 
Barbara. You you are Beyonce and I am Kelly. No, we, we do not do that. No, it's Jay and It's everybody together. Everybody together. That's how that's how you make it work. So I mean, there is no right or wrong answer ever. Ever. Everybody that's has right. their own opinion. And we, we got that. That's, right. that's another thing, Queen. I saw I was listening to some of your shows. And when you were saying how you talk about one subject on the Sign of Times, I heard it, and on y'all main radio show, New Power. Some of the subjects y'all touched on as I was listening to the shows, it was fine and good. Then all of a sudden, you got that one knucklehead that wanted to take it all out of context. But I like the way you smoothed it out. So I know you raised old school like Grandma because you smoothed it out. That's, you don't really feel like but you smoothed it out and got it back where it needed to be. But it was a point that somebody was listening, like I said, and not listening to what was mm-hmm. being said and, and began to critique others and be hypocritical. And we've got to get out of that. Both of those things, we need to get those out of our – they are the most negative two things black people own. That's right. Critiquing That's one right. another and being a hypocrite. We need to get rid of that quick because mm-hmm. it's not going to make mm-hmm. us stand together. It's going to divide us apart. Right. I say that's right, and, and you can't do nothing with the truth but tell it. And mm-hmm. um, for any for anybody to um, take one or two broadcasts that they've been uh, participating in and uh, uh, make a broad blanket statement uh, about any of my guests, about myself as a host, about the people who have supported us, I'm going to take that very seriously. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I believe in operating from the standpoint of mutual respect, but as I said earlier, I also uh, practice self-defense. And, I, I mm-hmm. you know, this is a, a, a baby that was birthed out of genuine <laughs> love for. <laughs> oh, my God, Jay. Stop it. Um, genuine love for the community. I swear I'm going to be all in your inbox when we get out there, by the way. Um, <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, I mean, it is so easy, y'all. I mean, the conversations that we have on Sign of the Times, the conversation tonight, we just treat each other like we want to be treated and like family. Exactly. And and unfortunately, um, a lot of us have lost that art uh, to be able to accept people for who they are, not mm-hmm. who we think they should be. Um, right. And so I'm still growing, uh, even at the age of 50, I, I learn something new every day. I try to anyway, and um, I think it has helped a lot uh, with, you know, developing side of the times, uh, wait, being wait, able I to. Wrong. I thought it was wrong. You really are 50? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my God. I thought. Yeah. Okay, never mind. Go ahead. Okay, okay, never mind. Before you keep talking, I want to say this real quick. We got a caller uh, that wants to say something. Got a hand raised. Uh, call yes. in the 347-768. You're on the air. Who is this? Peace. This is E. Kimba. Hey, hey brother E. Kimba. Hey, what's going on? Um, I'm enjoying the dialogue. I, I've been on the entire time listening in, um, multitasking. Um, and I just wanted to make a comment about uh, one of the one of the strategies I think that's important um, because we're talking about turning struggle into into strategy and, and Queen you had mentioned um, back in in the 90s um, you you had a, a 
was a youth program or something like that. Um, but you were um, educating uh, young people on the on the ten point program. Um, that's what you said earlier, right? Uh, just want yeah. to make sure that I'm I'm on point with that. And um, yeah. so one of the things that uh, the Panthers uh, did, the original Panthers, you know, they had their uh, survival programs, and and they were turning uh, struggle into strategy. They were looking at uh, the community and seeing what the struggle was, and and turning that into a strategy and providing people with with um, I'm sorry services that that was needed in the community and using that as an organizing strategy, and um, and that's what we have to get back to um, to be able to organize our community, looking seeing what's needed, communicating, talking to the people um, in these neighborhoods and um, and providing those uh, resources. Um, also, the the important thing I, I think um, that we need to focus on, uh, well, there's many things we should focus on, but one of those is education. And mm-hmm. I think um, if we're serious uh, about um, empowering our people and bringing about some sort of revolution, um, education is important, but we have to come from an African center, a black center um, education. Right. And it is, I just don't see no way, no other way um, of bringing about this empowerment or this revolution without that because uh, their education system is manufacturing um, Americans. And if, our, if we're um, striving to be Americans, then there's no way that, you know, uh, we're going to bring about this black nation that, that um, we're working toward building. Um, and I yield. Oh, yes, sir. Kim, but uh, thank you for that. Uh, if, if you're not a member of Blacktopia, we'd like to have you over. Um, check us out on Facebook, the Blacktopia Facebook group. You, you said a great point. Um, we're we're going to expound on We're going to, you know, get talk more on that strategy uh, before we wrap it up. But definitely join us on, in, in Blacktopia, uh, the Blacktopia Facebook group, Black Utopia Society. Also check out the Blacktopia website at blacktopia.org. We're going to have lots more great discussions like this in the future. And, uh, and, and, and hopefully uh, not only myself, uh, Queen Tahira, but you could do, we, we also get Adrian Charleston, Father of the Country, Queen Lady, over there. Uh, as, I as, sure, as, that's as, right. As, that's right. Y'all come yeah, on over yeah. and have a seat on the couch. <laughs> yeah, come on. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Now, anybody want to say uh, elaborate on what uh, you know? Add anything on to what Kimber said uh, before we close this up? Yeah, I definitely would would agree with uh, Brother Kimber, and I appreciate his uh, continued support yeah. of time and the times and. Um, the communal conversations, again, are key uh, in order to have a paradigm shift happen, and I yield. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, um, well, everybody, you know, said, said some great things. we got to put all of these things into play, you know, um, mm-hmm. and, and everybody listening, don't be afraid. And um, and also, like what Adrian Trotter said, it starts with you, too. Uh, you, mm-hmm. know, um, you know, you, sometimes you got to become the best person you can be and other people will look at that and follow suit and see what you're doing uh, that's working in your own personal life. And they'll go, hey, I need, I need that. You know, I need to do that, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so so never, uh, in, this, in this war, in this uh, air quotes, can't keep me doing them <laughs> over the phone, but uh, this air quote struggle that we're going through, uh, mm-hmm. one way 
to do this is, is we need to bring our A game in our own lives. You know, uh, yep. just just be the best person you can be in, in all in all areas, uh, uh, you know, spiritually, financially, uh, health, uh, education, all or just just never stop self development while you're while we're in this uh, struggle. And I and I yield and put the mic on the stand. Any anyone y'all can grab it. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I'd like to just say something as as we get ready to close real quick. Um, we have to use fear as a tool, and that is uh, face everything and rise. And so I, I want to thank you for allowing me the opportunity to come on the air and share uh, with Blacktopia and the sisters uh, uh, what we're doing on Sign in the Times and uh, consider the door always open. Uh, for you know you all to exchange information and, and come on over and join us anytime Tuesday through Friday from six to eight p Eastern Standard Time and New Power Radio Network is spelled N U P O W E R A R A D I O N E T W O R K so New is spelled with N U not N E W so just keep that in mind mm-hmm. as you search for us and I yield. Okay, definitely, definitely. And uh, all y'all listening, I know y'all familiar with Ryan Skeen. Ryan Skeen will be a guest on New Power Radio this Thursday from 6 to Yes, yes. Yeah. And so, uh, and, and, you know, he's coming with his single, Island Flame. And, uh, you know, Ryan Skeen has been a guest on this show many times, and he's not just an mm-hmm. artist. He can talk about many uh, great things, many um, yes, subjects. Yes, he can. So, you know, he'll get Oh yes, and he's an educated brother and has a lot to say. So, um, you know, so so definitely Thursday he'll be he'll be over there, and uh, you'll see a lot of Blacktopians over on New Power Radio in, in the in the future. That's what uh, Queen Tahir and I are discussing, and and you'll see a lot of the people who are stable and mainstays over on New Power Radio Network. They're going to be migrating over to Blacktopia and and, and doing guests, uh, being guests over here. And you know, we always have Andre on. We've had Andre on Tucker on the show. And, uh, and and we're going to keep having more uh, people hey. from New Power Radio Network. And mm-hmm. also, uh, uh, Sapo, Brother Sapo is, is also a member of Blacktopia, along with Elena Porter. Uh, Elena, Elena, I'm messing names up. Oh, Elena Porter. And Dr. Jones, too. Dr. Jones is also a member of Blacktopia. So, uh, so okay. I'd like to thank all of you all for joining us in Blacktopia. Uh, we only have a few minutes left. Adrian Charleston, is there anything you want to say? No, it's been a great conversation. I, I loved everything that was going on. I really liked the interview. Uh, I, was, I was glad you didn't stop it and let the conversation continue for the full hour because sometimes you just have to let things be and let the words come out, and it was great to um, to get the dialogue from both Miss um, Queen and Miss B because it was it was needed, and it was, you know, everything was needed to be talked about. So it was great and wonderful, and thank you for coming on the show. And, um, Shay? Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> oh, yeah. Barbara, the country queen lady, anything you want to say? Reading is fundamental. Queen to hear, <laughs> I want y'all, all of your broadcasts to continue to attack illiteracy in our black children. It is really back on the rise again. And we need to shut that down. They have to be able to read, to understand, and to know how to apply what they've read in their lives. 
So we need to get back to it. People are afraid to read or think reading is boring. You need to be able to read in order to understand things and apply them. So we need to get back to attacking the literacy in our black children. I share. I share. I share. Yes. All right. Now we all yield and give the mic to you, Queen Tahira. Anything you would like to say, you can also plug more things. You could you give us some words of wisdom. Anything you'd like to say, go on ahead and bless us on the mic. Ashe, again, I just want to express uh, black love for uh, everybody who is a part of the Blacktopia family. I want to remind everyone to please go to Amazon.com and uh, search for Brother Osapo's book. Uh, again, Cypher's Silence is going to be released uh, within the next few weeks, but there are two books that are, are available order on Amazon, and we kept the prices reasonable um, because they're only $9.99 each, and uh, the reason why we did that is because we want to do exactly what uh, Sister just said about increasing the literacy in our community um, because it it has been on a downfall for quite some time, and now because of social media and the instantness of information, uh, it's getting even worse. So encourage your your listeners and, and those who are around you to uh, go get those books to uh, help initiate some of those communal conversations that we talked about. And, again, uh, it's Asafo, A-S-A-F-O, Chuma, C-H-U-M-A, Asafo, A-S-A-F-O. Please go to Amazon.com. Search for those books. Please find us on Facebook. Myself is Queen Tahira, Newtown Radio Network, and Sign of the Times, Manhood Racing Culture uh, by Dr. James Jones, and, of course, uh, Holistic Health and Healing with Sister Andrian. Uh, Tucker, and we love you. We appreciate you, and most of all, we respect you. So we'll talk to you also. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Well, you all have been listening to Black Tokyo Presents Roundtable Talk Radio with your host, Barbara the Country Cleaning Lady, some guy named Jay, Adrian Charleston, and our guest, Queen Tahira. And uh, Birdman, is there anything you want to say to us before we wrap this up? Y'all, y'all finished or y'all done? I ain't got no more talking. We ain't got no more talking. Good night. Good night, y'all. Good night. Good night. Okay, Booker.